Hey, Sam. Hey, Luke. What's, uh, what's wrong, buddy? I just watched the hit 2004 film Troy starring Brad Pitt and Eric Bana, but I don't know if it's accurate at all. Hey, we've all been there, friend. This has you pretty messed up, huh? Well, I have good news for you. Ah! Jesus! I'm a doctor. Of medicine? Even better, classics. And I have all the answers for your burning questions about myths, ancient Greco-Roman history, and the movies. Where can we get this incredible medicine? Over on the podcast, Greased Lightning. It's on all your favorite podcatchers. It will be the sweet ambrosia of the gods. New episodes every other Monday. Hello, and welcome back to Hanksy Panksy, a podcast where two dumb idiot best friends fill themselves, mind, body, and soul with... What's that? It's the People's Podcast! Eat your vitamins, say your prayers, and stick it straight up all your candy asses! And you never let The Rock make his pancakes, did you? You wanted The Rock to make chocolate chip cookies, blueberry muffins, but never pancakes. Go get me a cheeseburger. Go get The Rock a cheeseburger. No ketchup. You mind uh, giving a little blow just one time for The Rock? The Rock, ask you something. You ready to go out there and whoop some ass? You ready to go out there and whoop candy ass? Let's get ready to podcast! Hanksy Panksy Rock Bottom is a podcast where two dumb idiot best friends put Tom Hanks in a headlock and are about to be choke slammed by Dwayne The Rock Johnson! <laughs> I'm Sam Siegel and I can smell The Rock is cooking a quiche. Oh, I'm Luke Patrick and uh. I, this week, am a little bitty, itty-bitty Indiana Jones ripoff, is what I am this week. And folks, welcome to Season 2 of Hanksy Panksy, officially, Hanksy Panksy Rock Bottom. Rock Bottom. Uh, yeah, yeah. where uh, we will be watching every movie by uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, if that wasn't clear. Yeah, every um, single one, folks. If, you think, uh, if you're thinking, oh, they're going to skip some, nah, dude. We're nope. here for every single rock movie ever ever made. Yep, all of them. Uh, are we skipping the wrestling stuff? You know we are. <laughs> Mostly out of a lack of expertise. Because Sam, I don't know yes. about you, but I don't know a, a goddamn thing about wrestling. I do not. Nothing. Not yeah. a thing. Uh, I don't understand it. Uh, I did have to review a little bit of wrestling content just to just to prepare some stuff. Uh, for this season, and boy, it's mystifying stuff, I gotta tell you. <laughs> I feel like that's our goal for this season, is to become acquainted, at least just, like, acquainted with wrestling and the lore involved, and sort of that Ooh. whole mythos. I think over the course of this season, we'll just, let's just do, it'll be a new bit, we'll just do what's called a wrestling corner, where we'll just check sure. in and see if, if we've gleaned any <laughs> new information about wrestling. <laughs> If you understand what wrestling is. Yeah, exactly. Because uh, what I've gotten from it so far is that sometimes the wrestlers will accost their old home ec teachers in the ring <laughs> for reasons. <laughs> and their old gym teachers. This is a legit clip mm -hmm. that we found on YouTube of, of, of The Rock 
just being really antagonistic towards his old home ec teacher. Um, yeah, and and his old girlfriend, right? Yes. Yep. 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 Yeah, dude. It was yeah. it was buck and uh, mankind was there as well. If you remember mankind, the guy with the big leather mask. Oh, um, sure. He's just yeah. there, like emceeing <laughs> this entire event. It was. See, this is the thing. I don't understand it, but it was pretty magical, and I did have a great time watching it. Oh yeah. Did I did I understand why wrestling fans are crying out for this content? I don't, but yeah. boy, oh boy, am I fucking thankful that they do because mm-hmm. it is a treasure trove. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, so, um, I before we even get into this week's movie, Luke, I actually want to check in and see how are you feeling rolling into season two? Ooh, that's a great question. Um, pretty fucking stoked, I would say. Yeah. Like as as a general rule. Now, I don't want to get into my watch too early, but is it okay if I give away some of my watch? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we watched the Mummy Returns. We'll talk about that more here in a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as far as leading off our first episode of season two, <laughs> my man, I just got in the door from driving eight hours from Jackson Hole, Wyoming <laughs> back down to Colorado. <laughs> I fucking love it, dude. Like, I shit you not, it was maybe 30, 40 minutes ago that I got in the door. So this is, I'm still like covered in dust and gasoline <laughs> from, it, yeah. It, if it's any consolation, um, I scarfed down uh, quite a large meal uh, <laughs> right before this. And so, um, you know, uh, if there's any gastric distress that I experienced during this, it will be because I consumed a chicken breast, some sweet potatoes, a salad, and some couscous really all in one gulp. Oh, damn. You basically did the KFC Big Bucket, except, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a little bit more bougie. Gotta yeah. love that. Um, yeah, the KFC fancy bucket. Yeah. <laughs> All that to say, I'm a little lower on the energy spectrum than I would like to be for kicking off such a kick-ass season. Because, dude, I'm oh, yeah. excited to see Dwayne the Rock fucking Johnson do stuff. And I'm so excited to see where this journey takes us. Because, I mean, we really got up in Tom Hanks. Yes, uh, yes, and I cannot wait to see, you know, what new gifts uh, Mr. The Rock Johnson brings us, mm-hmm. Um, you know, what secrets we may uncover, Yeah. Um, and, you know, I, maybe I'll start making guesses about the size of his penis. <laughs> I think categorically we can say it's impressive. Uh, or is it? I don't maybe <laughs> maybe this season I I try to claim that The Rock has a real tiny pecker. Yeah, although unlike Tom Hanks, I feel like I mean The Rock can suplex both of us easily. Yes. So yeah, I feel yeah. like we need to keep our accusations somewhat in check in yeah. case he does so, find us. So, Mister The Rock Johnson, if you are listening, I bet you I bet you're packing. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I'm on. I'm officially on record. Starting this season, it's thinking the Rock's got a big old boulder. Yeah, for sure. I bet he's. I bet he's got to fold it. Um, yeah. So, so Sam, it took six minutes uh, for us to <laughs> <laughs> engage the cock content. Yeah. Um, well, pull pulling out of uh, this sort of tailspin. Um, 
I guess this is probably a good time to also mention that, folks, this Friday, Hanksy Panksy launches its Patreon. Ooh, now tell me more about that, Sam. All right, folks. So, uh, so, uh, look, we've been we've been in the hole basically this whole time. Yep. Uh, I still have stars for reasons that really uh are not clear to me. Um, you gotta with, you gotta dump stars, man. At this well, point. But I think, uh, shit. I think it was Left Behind that was on stars. Mm, yeah. See it. Every once in a while, right when I think about canceling it, a movie is only exclu- available on stars for free. So. Sure. Uh, but uh, but yeah, so so we've been uh, not making any money, and now you can change that for us by paying us mm-hmm. directly through Patreon. Uh, so he here's what you do: uh, you go to Patreon, you find Hanksy Panksy. It should just be Patreon.com/slash Hanksy Panksy. And we've got, currently, a decent amount of content on there. Uh, We have a full breakdown of the Conspiracy Corner from Season 1, including some bits and pieces that were not included in any of the episodes. Ooh. Uh, I know. Uh, We also have um, uh, Luke and I's official rating, uh, ranking, of every Tom Hanks movie. Yep, every single Tom Hanks movie ranked in order... From best to worst. Yes. It's it's a real humdinger of an episode. Um, and I also attached the spreadsheet uh, that, that has the the ranking there. Just, you know, just for your personal enjoyment. Yeah. Uh, and then we also, uh, for just our first month special episode, Luke and I did live commentary to Space Jam, A New Legacy. <laughs> God help us. We yes. did it. It uh and folks, lest you think you are not getting your money's worth, that was our most expensive watch yet. <laughs> to hear just how expensive and why it was so goddamn expensive, you will have to listen to the episode, preferably while also having purchased Space Jam a new legacy yeah. so that you can get our live commentary right in the sauce mm-hmm. as you watch the movie. Uh but it is it is hilarious and it was kind of a good time watching it uh listen to that episode to learn more yeah it is it it is also the first time that luke and i have actually watched a movie together in over a year oh i hadn't thought about that that's so true (laughs) so so you get to see what it's like to come directly into the lab Mm -hmm. uh and see how those goofs get formulated yep uh, so so yeah so um we've we've got uh, a handful of tiers, uh the the lowest tier is three dollars if memory serves and it just gets you access to episodes a day early, for five bucks a month you can get all our bonus content which we will be adding to, extensively. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we plan on right now uh, about new episode every month, uh and then maybe some other goodies as we come across them. And uh, and then we've got some higher tiers where you can uh, make requests of what we watch for the Patreon. And the final one, Luke, I'll be perfectly honest, I can't remember. <laughs> I know it's a lot. And if you do it, we will basically will become your best friends. Yes. Yeah. We'll. Uh, oh, we'll shout you out on the show. Yeah. And you know what? Maybe we'll tell everyone that you've got a big pecker, too. Uh, I don't if know. You, if you want us to, if you consent to that treatment, we will for sure do it. A hundred percent. 
Yeah, I'll say whatever the fuck you want if you pay me enough, yeah. as long as it's not, like, hate speech. <laughs> and the bar's real low at this point, considering the value mm-hmm. you're getting of being able to use our mouths for your pleasure. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the, the yeah. barrier to entry on that is pretty low, all things considered right now, whatever that yes. highest tier is. Please, let us pleasure you with our mouths. Yeah. So, uh, moving on. This uh, this week, Luke, we did watch uh, The Rock's first feature film, mm-hmm. The Mummy Returns, 2001. Yep. Feels so recent. Yeah, I mean, to have started this off within the 2000s seems like a, a blessing at the moment. I will update you on how that feels after we've watched several more of his movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but we aren't starting in the 1980s, so that feels a pretty good yeah, always great when you can start sort of a, a season of Hanksy Panksy post 911. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's you know, that's really where you the getting is good. Yeah. Uh, but Luke, I really I really need to dig in how is your watch this week? Oh man, starting season 1 off with a fucking bang. So, uh I have a lot to to get across here. So just okay. you know, folks stay with me. Um, so I watched this movie in a, in a unit of hotel. It was fine. It was a hotel, um, a hotel in Rock Springs, Wyoming. And I just want to give a quick shout out, uh, to this, this hibachi grill in Rock Springs, Wyoming. Um, it is called Sapporo, I believe. And it is just lighting this community on fire, really giving back. The reviews are fucking phenomenal, uh, for this hibachi grill. I could not convince my wife to go to the Sabachi Grill, but I did get cajoled by Sam. <laughs> you you wanted me to go to the Hibachi Grill that again is just really lighting this community up. Oh, People yeah. love it. And you wanted me to go by myself to this Hibachi yeah. Grill. And and to make you feel like you weren't the only one making a sacrifice, I did offer to pay <laughs> for your meal. You did. <laughs> Man, I gotta tell you, I you know I'm currently waiting to hear from a job that I would very much like to have, and even then, I wanted nothing more than for you to go to this hibachi grill mm-hmm. by yourself on my dime. <laughs> Never ever have I wanted more in my entire life. Yeah, which would have been just an amazing trampoline to put down before coming back to the hotel. It was within walking distance of uh, several major establishments. It's really a great location for a restaurant. So, again, if you're in the greater Rock Springs area, and if you're alone even, uh, consider going to this grill. I could not get my wife to consent to this, and I uh, was actually pushed out of going alone uh, by my wife. So all the blame goes on to her for for this. But uh, I'm not too upset because if I had done that, the saddest thing on the planet going to a hibachi grill by myself and then coming back to watch the mummy returns would have been too much for my my precious soul sam actually luke can i can i just put something out here yeah listener if you go to this hibachi grill in rock springs wyoming and you send us an email with a photo of your receipt with <laughs> i guess like a picture of the paper next to it so i know you're not fucking with us I will pay for your meal. 
<laughs> now, do they have to go alone to the hibachi grill? Yes, absolutely. Okay. You have to go alone. And please, I don't have a ton of money. Please keep it under uh, three <laughs> figures. Please do not spend over $100 at your solitary Rock Springs, Wyoming <laughs> hibachi experience. Which would be fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine me oh. having to explain why I'm sending five hundred dollars to yeah. some rando on the internet? To someone to some absolute legend <laughs> who spent five hundred dollars by themselves. Oh. Uh, anyway, all of that to say, Sam, uh Rock Springs, uh a real uh hopping community. I did I did watch The Mummy Returns by myself in the hotel room while my wife worked on stuff. Uh, sort of headphones on. Um, the watch was fine. The watch was fine. How was how was yours, Sam? Pretty pretty boring. I gotta tell you, nothing <laughs> nothing really interesting happened with my watch. I, yeah. I will say though, mm-hmm. uh, before I started the movie, I did get this like deep sense of foreboding. Oh. Uh, just I gotta tell you, I thought about like pulling the ripcord on it like six times and saying, Hey Luke, maybe, maybe we should just take a week off because Mm. I don't feel ready to dive right back into another season. Yeah. But by that point you had already watched the movie alone in a rock Springs, Wyoming hotel. (laughs) And I figured, uh, if, if I told you, Hey, we're just going to postpone to next week, you would have uh, immediately jumped in your car, driven all the way down to Arkansas, and yes. murdered me. Oh, 100%. That is exactly what would have happened. And I hate <laughs> driving long distances these days. I would have 100% driven the 18, 19 plus hours it would have taken <laughs> to come murder you by hand, uh, for sure. But hey, you know what? Put it, I'll put it this way. Could we have taken a week off? You betcha. Would it have been really nice? Oh, hell yeah. Especially because I was on the road. <laughs> uh, and could have maybe enjoyed a hibachi grill instead of watching this movie. Um, but we're sort of parachuting straight into this, and I really appreciate that. I think it's going to be, you know, it's a real send-off for our first our first maiden voyage here. And uh, yeah. I think it's exciting. Oh, absolutely. And folks, if you thought we were downtrodden before, mm-hmm. that was when we were baby-faced, just fresh into this field. Now we've had we've got a year under our belts and some change. We've been punished by my wife extensively, mm-hmm. and and now we are immediately jumping into uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson's filmography, which almost certainly isn't good. There are some real club bangers that I'm excited for that definitely fall a little to the left on that good versus bad mm-hmm. sort of spectrum. But Sam. It's 18 minutes into this. Uh, should we give a plot? Should we do this? Yeah, I think you gotta give us a plot, Luke. All right. The first plot of the second season of Hanksy Panksy. Here goes. What if I told you that there was a mummy named Emotep? Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and that there's a group of people trying to resuscitate Emotep. And they managed to do this. And then there's a guy played by Brendan Fraser and a woman played by Rachel Weiss. And they have to stop these folks uh, and Emotep before they can take over the world. Now, Sam, 
Mm-hmm. Am I describing the plot of The Mummy or The Mummy Returns? Now, uh, here's the thing. I've never seen The Mummy. Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you've only seen... You've only seen The Mummy Returns? And part of the third one, which my wife and I watched on our honeymoon, before we said, hey, this fucking sucks, and then we dipped out and watched, I think, Hannibal. What the which fuck, is just dude? Good honeymoon watching. Yeah, hey, Hannibal is, is <laughs> phenomenal, um, but I cannot believe this thought process. So you, having not seen The Mummy or The Mummy Returns, were like... Well, let's check out the third Mummy movie. Maybe that's got some legs on it. Yeah, I mean, this is also The Honeymoon, you know, the only one that I've had, where I did watch Paul Blart Mall Cop 2 with my (laughs) wife, (laughs) specifically because I had listened to the supremely excellent Till Death Do Do Us Blart podcast. Yeah. Uh, Um. And I enjoyed it a lot. Not because of the movie, but because of the podcast. Yeah, it is a great podcast. Definitely check that out if you like our stuff. Um, well, Sam, the, it was a trick question. I have described both <laughs> the plots of The Mummy and The Mummy Returns. If you've seen The Mummy, which I hope you have, it's a phenomenal movie. Uh, this is the same exact plot, just different settings. Uh, and as, yeah. as near as I can tell from your description, really the only big difference is that this one is bookended by Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yes. Hey, really critical <laughs> difference <laughs> is that there is a new character named the Scorpion King who just like cicadas comes back every 5000 years or something to yes. uh kick some ass Dwayne the Rock Johnson style and yes. does have to be stopped or he will resummon the army of Anubis and take over the world. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, at- Kill all of humanity and take over the world. Yeah, and so the Scorpion King, of course, played by uh, everyone's favorite Dwayne the Rock Johnson, which is the reason we had to watch this movie. And Sam, he's only in it for, I'm going to guess, 10, 15 minutes tops. Now, I'll tell you, if you remove computer-generated Dwayne the Rock Johnson, he's only in this thing for, like, three minutes. Mm-hmm. But what a sexy three minutes that was, man. I mean, we got him out in the desert just beating the shit out of people, making Dwayne the Rock Johnson faces. It was pretty good. Though, definitely jarring to see Dwayne the Rock Johnson with hair. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, I wonder if we're going to see more of that. Maybe we should, uh, that's a new, maybe could be a new bit is uh, what's what's happening up top. What's happening on top of the rock? Well, let's, let's found it right now. Let's plant our flag. Luke? What do you think of his hair this time? It was pretty good. I, I think we should call this Top of the Rock to you. Um, Ooh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so Top of the Rock to you. Um, it was pretty good, actually. I think I think he could pull off hair. I don't know if he's a man after my own heart and uh, or my own genetics and just can't grow hair mm-hmm. anymore. Uh, but I think he could he could pull off the look that he has. I'm trying to remember it exactly. It's like pretty long, flowy, straight black hair. Right? Oh yeah, no, just yeah. beautiful long flowing locks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what'd you think of uh, the rocks, the rocks uh, sort of uh, toupee the, situation? In you this? mean the rocks locks? Yeah, the rocks locks. Also very uh, good. 
Hey folks, if you want to see this kind of cult, uh, comedy sausage getting made, why don't you jump over to our Patreon, <laughs> chuck us five bucks a month, and you can listen to us do this for about two hours as we do a live commentary of Space Jam and New Legacy. We talk about Don Cheadle a lot. Um, yeah. I loved his hair. Mm, yeah, it's really good, isn't it? It's beautiful. I mean, it starts in a weird spot on his head. Yes. It's not It's not really in the place that you would expect long hair like that to start. Yeah. Uh, but it ends in just the right places. Yeah, and it's just like flipping around while he's murdering people. It's a mm-hmm. great look. It really does uh, accentuate his character for the, the three minutes that we get to see him. As yeah. a non-CGI'd uh, gigantic scorpion monster, which we'll mm-hmm. we'll talk about for sure. Uh, Absolutely. Here in a bit. Um, but yes, yeah, Sam. I guess that leads to uh, a very important question: What do you think of this movie? I don't know. <laughs> um. <laughs> a first for this podcast, I think. So, it's it's puzzling, okay? Because there are parts of the movie, like the the strictly narrative parts of this movie, I think are actually pretty good. Mm, okay. And then the rest of the movie happens, and I don't like it. Mm, okay, so talk to me. Talk to me about about that. What what are you thinking of when you're saying you don't you, you don't like it? The action scenes are terrible. Mm, yeah. Okay. Even the ones with our man Dwayne the Rock Johnson. His actually were the only good ones. Yeah, for sure. In, until he was a weird scorpion centaur. Yeah. That was less good. Yeah. Um, But, like, all, all I could think, like, during all the many action scenes is, like, there is a line between shitty, like, pure dog shit action and, like, good movie action and then there's this like weird middle ground of like aping like bad campy action flicks Mm -hmm. and there comes a point where like you're aping it so hard that it is hard to discern it from just action scenes done very poorly Mm, yes i understand what you're saying yeah and this crosses into that yeah for sure and there's a lot of action scenes. We basically just like stilts our way from one action scene to the next, mm-hmm. uh, threatening to fall off of said stilts basically at any given point in time. Um, yeah. 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 And it's, it's just sort of baffling because like there's a scene where the guy who's a, a Medjai and is mm-hmm. ostensibly from the previous movie, though yes. I wouldn't know. Hey, another uh, point about the the plot being exactly the same. You remember the Medjai dude who uh, uh-huh. was in the first movie, Folks at Home? Yeah, he's back again. He shows up in London randomly. They're just like in yes. their house, and then he's there, and they're like, "Oh, hey, buddy!" Uh, and he's back in the same exact capacity. The Magi uh, Magi are doing the exact same thing they did in the first movie. It is exactly the same. Yeah, and he leads an army. Mm-hmm. For no real reason. Yeah. Well, if you'd it's, seen the first movie, Sam, you, well, would, you would know that these are the protectors that try to make sure Emotep doesn't get re- uh, resurrected. Now, here's the thing, Luke. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm something of a of a amateur uh, person who is interested in ancient Egypt. Mm-hmm. 
Um, <laughs> sure. Much like you're also a pilot from uh, playing a lot of Microsoft Flight Simulator. Um, well, no, this one, this time I actually do have some some legit knowledge about it because yeah. I, I've I've read up a lot. I like this stuff. I don't know. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I, I will give you. You actually do have quite a fount of knowledge uh, related to Egypt. So, yeah, sure. what you what you got for me? Well, here's the thing. So I did know that the Medjai were like sort of like f- sort of protectors of like the Pharaoh in a way, like more mm-hmm. like more like protectors of like the kingdom or whatever and that was fine but it's 1930 luke mm-hmm. why are there still medjai yeah i mean they've been they've been kicking it for thousands and thousands of years until the 1930s uh when somebody tried to uh resurrect emotep mm-hmm. that's been there that's it sam that's been their entire okay. plot line as as given to us from the the texts of the first movie and then uh, here again in the second one, yeah. Can can I do some other generalized complaining about uh, ancient Egypt and Egyptian mythology? Ooh, I wish you would, because I don't have a window into this. So please. Okay. Uh, so, so Imhotep was was actually a real person. Mm-hmm. Um, he was an architect, not a pharaoh. No, not a pharaoh. Just just an architect. He did later get like deified. Um. And and he was likely responsible for the uh, step pyramid of uh, Djoser. Mm-hmm. Um, and his name literally translates to the one who comes in peace. So sort of a head scratcher, uh, <laughs> folks, for for why you would pick the one who comes in peace to be your uh, your main villain here. Um, yeah, it's like if you had like in Saving Private Ryan, your main character was named Peacenik McPacifist. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of puzzling. Mm-hmm. Um, and so th- this is relevant. He was sort of wandering around operating in the 27th century BC, right? Yeah. Okay. So we come to find out that Rachel Vice is Nefertiti. Yes. Um, as is revealed in the in the movie. Yeah. Um, and first of all, hey, super cool to have very white Rachel Vice being an ancient <laughs> Egyptian princess. That's cool as hell, movie. Yeah. Um yeah, I mean everybody's white mm-hmm. in this movie except for the uh you know, the only minority I guess we see are the uh the Medjai dude and then the guy with the the dirigible, which I do also want to dive into. Oh, yeah, a bit absolutely. More. But yeah, none of these ancient Egyptians even in their flashbacks they're all it's yeah. all white people for sure all white people um nefertiti was around in 1370 to about 1330 bc so we are talking about people who were separated by about a thousand years yeah that's uh, and yet fun they're, they're shown in the movie to just be hanging out right next to each other so again you didn't have to do that mm-hmm. they just chose to yeah and the one of the things that actually really pissed me off was repeatedly they show uh, Rachel Vice and the other lady fighting each other. Yeah. Um, with with size S A I, which is just a traditional Okinawan weapon, um, mm. and is not even remotely Egyptian. Mm. Okay. Now, that's puzzling. Yeah. There. The Egyptians had weapons, yeah. so it's not like you had to slam jam this traditional Japanese, also important to note, blunt weapon. 
Not a knife. It's a blunt weapon. Uh, in just slam jam that into your uh, Egyptian movie. Yeah, I wanted to get this. Okay, so it is. Uh, you mentioned the other the other woman who is uh, intended to be uh, Emotep's uh, uh, love interest from Days yeah. Gone By. I did want to mention Ox. really quick. Her name is Patricia Velasquez, and I was mm-hmm. so excited to see her because she also plays Marta in Arrested Development. Oh yeah, yeah, she does. It's the same lady, which is just. Man, it blew my mind to be watching this and just the whole time be like, oh, man, Marta's got a violent side to her. <laughs> she does. She's very angry. Um, and, and one last bone to pick. Mm-hmm. So we've got the Scorpion King, um, who was apparently in service of the god Anubis, which yeah. is like the, the dog god. Sir Ket is right there. Sir Ket is a goddess that is portrayed as a scorpion. Just right there. <laughs> right fucking there, man. That's fucking hilarious. You Holy didn't have shit, to do dude. The dog god. You got Sir Ket. She's a scorpion goddess. Yeah, does she does she have like a whole like it's actually just like the scorpions are about medicine and natural healing or something? Like is there a reason they I couldn't use use her? No, I don't think so. Uh, she's even sometimes portrayed as a scorpion with a human fucking head. Damn, dude, which is precisely what we see Dwayne The Rock Johnson become at the end of this movie. Yeah, so, pretty much. So, kind of kind of puzzling. Yeah. Uh, that that they went with that, but um. All that to say, I don't think I liked it. Luke, what what do you feel about the movie? <laughs> it was fine. It's it's not as good as The Mummy, which is one of my favorite movies. The Mummy is is by most people's metrics a phenomenal film. Uh just a just a good popcorn movie. Um and so they were trying to do the same thing here. I don't think it worked as as well, uh but it was still a a pretty good time. Um, like you said earlier, just lots of action scenes, some of which work better mm-hmm. than others. Uh, so the intro for the rock is powerful. Um, yes, it's got some real juice behind it. That one. Um, mm, yeah, really like to see that as they introduce the scorpion King and his whole deal about wanting to wipe out the earth or just conquer his enemies, I guess. Um, it was pretty solid, but you know, there's some things in this movie that I did want to address uh, mm-hmm. that I found uh, kind of lazy. Um, yeah. Yeah. So for instance, there's a bunch of ADR in this film. Did you, did you peep this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I did. Usually in transition shots. So they'll be going from like, they're they're in a dirigible, right, or whatever, and mm-hmm. they're going to the next thing, and someone will loudly proclaim, like, "Oh, we gotta go get that thing from the monkey temple," <laughs> <laughs> which I didn't know you oh. could make movies that way, where you just sort of explain in between in the transition <laughs> shots, like, "Oh, we gotta go get our kid from these people that took him." Jesus, I, it's it's not good. Yeah. That part is is pretty shit-tastic. Um, 
I'll also say that the the first one, the CGI was actually really good. Really? Um, yeah. Which Sam, you know, let's get a quick a quick reference shot here. How do you feel about the CGI in this one? Not good. It's, yeah. It's pretty shit. Yeah, dude. It's pretty terrible. Down to our man Dwayne the Rock Johnson looking like a Sims character. Uh, yeah. Oh my the- god. Yes. <laughs> I kept thinking like that he looks it there's like he's got like this very specific look to him and boy you fucking nailed it. He mm-hmm. looks like if you took a sim to look like Dwayne the Rock Johnson with just beautiful flowing rock locks. Yeah. And uh and slapped his torso on a giant scorpion that set set out to kill. Yeah. Oh, 100%. And it does not work. It looks so <laughs> janky, and I really hope they had. Do you think they had The Rock doing like mocap for this? Because there's some facial expressions that they're trying yeah. to pull off with this. Yeah, I like. They must have, right? Yeah, that's my thinking. I'm just sad that we didn't get like the big red plum bob over his head, mm-hmm. so that we knew that he was angry. <laughs> we could probably look it up. And uh, see if he did, in fact, do some mocap for this. But, yeah, you know what? If you're going to do the Sims lookalike contest entry, give us give us some of that iconography. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Give us a little, like, despair face whenever he's about to die. Um, yeah, and maybe instead of speaking, like, ancient Egyptian, he could speak Simlish. Yeah. Now, that would have been interesting to just burst yeah. out of the wall and... Uh, break off some of that for us uh i thought about attempting simlish for a second there and uh i don't know that i could do it my man yeah the only one i remember was fredishay fredishay okay fredishay all right what is is that i don't know i think i think in like the (laughs) sims 2 they would say it a lot in conversation it would be like brap bra fredishay yeah all right. Yeah. Well, that was like a brick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Let me check my notes really quick, which are in fact written on uh, unit of hotel stationery. Um, <laughs> did you keep the pen? I did not keep the pen. It had been chewed on by someone, not me. Um, oh no! So I did have to use said pen to take notes. It was the only available pen. Oh my god! Uh, I did, I did, I believe, chuck it after that, and then uh, steam my hands clean for <laughs> yeah, sure. You, sh- you should dip those hands in molten lava, my man. Yeah, much like uh, the end of this movie, I should have dipped my hands right into the underworld, uh, you know, for sanitization purposes. But Sam. I wrote in my notes, and I think you'll you'll probably agree with this. This is kind of the ultimate MacGuffin movie. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely it is. Because it's all about this uh, rather fetching uh, scorpion bracelet. Yeah. Oh, it's a good-ass bracelet. And if you have the yes. bracelet, you get to control the army of Anubis or something, the little kid. Oh, yeah. Rachel Weisz and Brendan Fraser have a, have a kid. In this movie, yeah. who is who is well, micro Indiana Jones? Yes, though I put it to you, they're not good parents. No, because I actually wrote in my notes: Do they have a kid or do they not have a kid? Because uh, they kind of <laughs> don't act like they have a kid sometimes. Well, see, I think it's the latter, but they wish it was the former. <laughs> <laughs> 
because we do see before he's kidnapped and before he gets this again just very chunky beautiful bracelet yeah um that they do leave their how old do you think he is like eight i think like eight or ten somewhere in there yeah Yeah. uh they leave their eight to ten year old son unaccompanied by a bunch of actual swords Mm Hmm. yeah unsupervised boy next to swords hey they left a 10 year old boy next to a bunch of of a bunch of swords (laughs) and thought no 10 year old boy has ever thought i'm gonna take this and practice my sword stuff real quick Unless uh, you think like maybe this is a controlled area where a ten-year-old boy could take an actual sword and you're swinging around, have a good time. It's swords and priceless antiquities in that room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, not great parenting. And then they get back. This is when I wrote this in my notes. They get back to their house in London, which they're there for like all of ten minutes. Yeah. Uh, so that kind of sucks because it looks like a beautiful house, and you really, you know, after that much travel, you want to just kick back and uh, yeah, you know, enjoy your house. Anyway. I really needed the scene of of Brendan Fraser just lying back in his Tempur-Pedic bed, being like, Fuck. "Oh yeah, my yeah. own bed." Um, oh, feels so good. Yeah, but they show up, and then we get like ten minutes of them talking and flirting and just just going on. And it's in the kid isn't mentioned. The kid is nowhere no. to be found. <laughs> no, it really feels like they're trying to get him back only because they feel like they're obligated to keep their son. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah. So Ultimate MacGuffin movie son is is wishy washy. Uh, much like the Burbs, uh, he could have dropped off at some point during this movie, and uh, you know it wouldn't have changed too much. No. the plot yeah uh so i i've i've got um some kind of assorted thoughts mm-hmm. how long do you think it took imhotep to like get his mind around guns <laughs> <laughs> well ostensibly he would have figured it out in the first movie when he was introduced to them. But let's just say for the sake of argument that that is not canon and doesn't exist and that he had mm-hmm. the same experience this time. I think it was, it's one of those things that you just play off like you know what they are, <laughs> but the whole time you're like, I don't know what the fuck that is. So you're telling me that Imhotep is the greatest improv actor of all time. Yeah, basically. So they show up and people are shooting things and they're like, guns, guns, guns. And he's like, oh, yeah, I for sure definitely know what those are. Yeah, and, uh, seems, not <laughs> yeah, very legit. Yeah, pow, pow, yeah, uh-huh. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know, I know how that works. Um, yeah, and I'll get on this weird uh, metal snake that goes real fast on the, <laughs> on the, on the, like, metal street that you put in the desert. Yeah, you know, to your point, there's a scene uh, after they're run out of their house in London. Uh, Imhotep does sick some of his old, I guess, Imperial guards on them. Um, the fuck knows. And I, I guess they just carried because they came from a vase full of ashes or dust or something. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> I guess they just carried that with them just in case. Anyway, he summons these dudes and sends them out after after Rachel Vice and Brendan Fraser, and. Uh, 
they aren't at all confused by automobiles. In fact, they seem no. pretty at home with this double-decker bus that they're riding around <laughs> yeah. in. That does not seem to phase them at all. Yeah, they get on that thing like they use it to commute to work every goddamn day. <laughs> they tap in. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> it's it's buck-fucking-wild. Um, I also just want to say, I bet Imhotep gives great head. <laughs> Based on what, my man? Dude, like four times we see this guy unhinge his jaw fully. Mm, yeah. And like crane his neck like three feet forward. I bet that dude could get in some fucking crevices, man. <laughs> <laughs> but would he? I think is the real question. Um, and honestly, I think so. Given his level of devotion to... Yeah. Uh, to uh, uh, his love interest, whose name escapes me. Um, Sua Moon? Yeah, that one. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd say it's pretty likely. And uh, being able to unhinge your jaw like that does seem like a positive mm-hmm. for sure. I mean, keep, keep in mind, this is the guy who comes in peace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, he's, he's coming all right. <laughs> Feels like a bit of low-hanging fruit on that joke. Um, Look, Luke, it's the fundamentals of podcasting. (laughs) (laughs) Well, here's here's the thing. I um I have a handful of other thoughts, I guess. But I actually um I found this like very priceless uh a beautiful a golden scorpion bracelet that's like eighty five pounds. Um and I actually need to go sell that so I can buy some rock stocks. Um, w- would you come with me for that? Hell yeah, man. Rock stocks. Love it. Let's do it. Let's get some rock stocks. Uh, Luke, I'm curious. Do you have a favorite part of this movie? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh god I wasn't prepared for that one um yes I do yes I do okay uh-huh. it is it is when so their son who I believe is named Alex is that correct boy I <laughs> sure <laughs> Alex that is his name just looked him up in the cast list um nice yeah, Alex has the the bracer on the like bracelet, the Scorpion mm-hmm. King bracelet, and it's gonna kill him if he doesn't get into the specific pyramid before right. sunrise. And so they're uh-huh. running through the jungle. Um, I just love the the insanity of they're racing the sun. They're like uh, just ahead yes. of the sun, and Brendan Fraser has them slung over his shoulder like a sack of potatoes, and is yes. just sprinting towards this. Uh, Pyramid, and then my favorite part, and I wondered, if, I mean, how the stunt actually worked because Brendan Fraser hurls himself into this pyramid. <laughs> yes, um, and look, it looks like it hurt. I mean, dude lands super hard yeah, with the kid really in his arms. Slams in, and see, the question I had with that scene was. It said that he had to be in the pyramid before the sun hit it, and they yeah. just sort of got into this like. Frankly, it looked like a porch. 
Yeah, it's like the porch on the pyramid, 100%. And that doesn't seem like in. No, I think that's, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how these things work. Uh, I am no <laughs> expert on ancient made-up uh, Egyptian curses. Um, yeah, I'm I'm no cursologist. Yeah. <laughs> Dan Brown's Cursologist coming mm-hmm. to theaters <laughs> 2022, uh, starring Tom Hanks. Um, yeah, that's probably my favorite part, just because it was so preposterous, and then it ended with that just amazing piece of stunt work from uh the hunk himself brendan fraser just yes. uh just messing up his shoulder is what it looked like there was no uh, yeah movement fully, school parkour style stuff here yeah fully dislocated his shoulder yeah what, what about you did you have a favorite a favorite section of this movie i did yeah uh and it actually uh is a scene with uh the rock when he's a scorpion centaur okay yeah 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 uh, so the scene where Brendan Fraser, uh, spoiler alert, stabs the rock uh, mm-hmm. with that spear. Yeah. It's it's the scene where like the the camera's kind of got this like wide angle, uh, and on the right side next to this like crack like fissure in the floor, you've got Brendan Fraser stabbing the rock as a man scorpion. Yeah. And then there is a pause, and then Imhotep seemingly missing his cue flies in from the left of the screen, gets onto his knees and goes, No! (laughs) The timing is so shitty that it legitimately looks like he complete, like, that the actor who was playing him was, like, over at craft services, like, getting some fucking coffee, and then was like, oh, shit. And then, like, dropped the coffee, like, burned a burned a fucking gaffer and then like slid on his knees and like hit his fucking mark but like five seconds too late and they were like you know what we're late in the shoot we can't do any more mocap with the rock yeah He, he ripped the suit we that's it take done you know I hate to say this, but I think this is beyond just a theory. I'm pretty sure that's exactly what happened because you are not kidding that there's the stab. And then literally five seconds later, uh, it is it is that is 100 percent what happened is that he just straight up missed his mark. But it was too late. They couldn't film anymore. They were out of film stock. There was nothing left because there's no human who would write a scene that is. uh Brendan Fraser stabs the rock, and then five seconds later, Imhotep mm-hmm. is sad. Yeah, if they put it in the script, just long beat, like <laughs> long take a beat. take a very long beat, and then take a, a little bit further than you think you need to. Rush in then from have him off. Scream. Rush in from off screen too. Make yeah. sh- make sure he doesn't like wander up or anything that he just flies in from the left side of the screen yeah skins his fucking knees and screams no way too late yeah um actually can i change my favorite scene (laughs) yes so there's a scene where the curator of the british museum who's trying to bring emotep back Mm -hmm. slash is working with uh uh patricia velasquez's character Mm -hmm. um to get the army of Anubis. Anyway, he comes across a giant hole in the wall in this ornate scorpion carving. <laughs> yes. And like an asshole, 
just shoves his entire arm in there, and of course, of course, all the flesh gets ripped off. Yeah. Though, it does come out snotty. Yes. What was that goop? I don't know, man, because I don't know what's in the hole. It looked to be some kind of giant slug monster, based on the amount of goop that emerged with the arm. I guess so. So Maybe some sort of invention of, like, Gary Gygax was just (laughs) hanging out back there. Yeah, it just reminded me of the Gom Jabbar from from Dune. So that joke will land with uh, maybe two of our listeners. Um, yeah, well, it sure as shit didn't with me, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just this dumbass. And then he wanders around the rest of the movie. I think something kills him. The Scorpion King does. He he rips him into like many pieces. That's right. Yeah, he rips him into like four pieces. Our very powerful star, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, yeah. kill, killing a man in the first episode. Yeah. Maybe that's a new thing we should track, his body count with The Rock. Um you know, we could, I did notice uh, that this is the first time that, like, our actor of choice has been a villain. Ooh, that's true. Tom Hanks doesn't play villains, except for maybe The Circle, but we don't count that, because yeah. pretty sure that was our worst movie in our ranking. Uh, minor spoiler for our Patreon, which you should really take a look at uh, if you want to see the rest of our rankings for all the Tom Hanks movies. Yeah, and maybe Luke's wrong. Spoiler alert, he is. Oh, no. (laughs) Either way, yeah, not a lot of villain action from Tom Hanks, so that's kind of refreshing, getting, you know, starting off with a a heel turn, I believe is a wrestling term, uh, for The the Rock. Hey, you know more than I do. (laughs) For now. Yeah, I, I loved getting to see a villain. Yeah, that was pretty exciting. It was a good time. It was. Even if um, he did look like a Toy Story character. Um, a bad one, yeah. yeah. He looks like one of, like, Sid's fucking monstrous creations. Mm-hmm. Yep. I did like that when the, the pyramid got gulped up by the sand, it did turn into an actual sand anus. <laughs> did you notice that? No. Yeah. What are you talking about? Okay, so, you know, they kill the rock or whatever and then Imhotep goes to hell which the Egyptians also didn't have they had a thing called the duat it's not important um yeah uh, uh so like things start like falling apart yeah you know and then they have to like get the fuck out of there and they go up the stairs in the pyramid which pyramids definitely have just stairs mm-hmm. um and then like you see because it's this like big like jungle yeah in the middle of the desert and it's oh. being like consumed by sand and the sand like comes in sort of like a tidal wave and it comes up and then it flows in and it like creates just a puckered anus. Yes. Okay. Now I remember and it, yeah, I could see what you're saying. Yeah, 100%. It's it's a gigantic sand anus. Uh, yeah, I, it even has like ridges like an anus. Yeah, related, I did write down in my notes, uh the army of uh, anus is that anything? you know i wouldn't set it past this movie yeah the great army of anus um to toss another brick into this Mm -hmm. um yeah uh well luke i think it's time for our first true bit Mm -hmm. of hanksy panksy rock bottom yeah 
And that is, who can pin the rock? Oh, who can pin the rock? God, I have destroyed my voice this episode. Yep, definitely feeling the hurt on this one, for sure. And so, folks, uh, as we all know, uh, The Rock uh, will accept any wrestling challenge on set um, to see if anyone can actually best the most powerful wrestler of all time, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. And so here in this bit, uh, Luke and I will uh, try to guess who uh, who challenged The Rock to a, uh, a wrestling match, and did they win? Yeah. Um, so I have a contestant this week. Okay. And I think it has to be the brother-in-law character played by, I believe, John Hanna. Um, oh, the guy who also played um, Frazier's unscrupulous accountant. Yes. Great okay. eye. Yeah. And honestly, yeah. I love that flavor because here's what I'm thinking for this guy. Okay. Is that The Rock put out his invitation. Hey, if anybody wants to wrestle me, I'm down. Uh, but I'm not going to hold back. I'm going to just go for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the only person who was dumb enough to take him up on that was John Hanna thinking, well, surely The Rock won't actually bend me like Beckham and destroy my <laughs> spine. And this will just be kind of fun. And then I can tell people that I wrestled Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Um, but no, I think they did. And I do not think that he won. I think The Rock oh, no. absolutely splintered the man. And it actually shut down production for several, well, several months. It, Luke, in fact, uh, I have right here uh, in a letter that the studio sent me mm-hmm. um, that that's actually why they had to ADR so many lines. <laughs> um, John, had, John, yeah. John Hanna was actually going to feature much more prominently in the film, but uh, The Rock wrestled him so hard, he broke his spine in seven places mm. uh, and paralyzed him from the neck down. Oh, see, this is this, folks, this is why you don't just offhandedly wrestle The Rock. Yeah. The man's a professional. He's going to really give it to you. This is what this is his bread and butter is wrestling, y'all. You don't take that challenge lightly. Brendan Mm. Fraser, he thought about it. Also in this letter, he thought about challenging The Rock. And then he sized he sized The Rock up and he saw those glistening muscles. He Mm -hmm. said, "Mm, I don't think so. Yeah, for sure. Well, who do who do you think attempted to pin The Rock? You know. I think it was the guy who played the, uh, um, the, the British Museum curator. Oh, okay. An and interesting I, take. Well, see, again, I think this is a situation where they had to sort of shape the movie around uh, onset <laughs> incidents, as as listed here on this letter from the studio. Yeah. Um, because during the wrestling match, The Rock actually ripped off all the skin and muscle from <laughs> from this actor's. Uh, right arm. Yeah. And so they had to build a whole new set with a scorpion with a whole sort of a glory hole. Yeah. Um, and they had him sort of slam jam his hand in there. Uh, and then they just slimed it up on the other side of that wall and said, uh, magic. Yeah. God, I wish I knew wrestling moves. So I could, yeah, I could say too. he did like a crazy uh, chair flip suplex pile driver thing. And it yeah, just into ripped a the... full Nelson. Yeah, <laughs> sure. And then it just <laughs> ripped. It flayed this man's arm. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think that's a good guess. Uh, in mm-hmm. fact, I think I like your entry a little bit better. 
Uh, well, I think that's what happened. Uh, again, they both did actually happen because I, I have the studio's oh, yeah. letter right here saying both of these happened. And if you want any further proof, has anyone seen either of these actors since 2001? I it's think a great not. point. It's a really great point. You wrestle The Rock and you're not prepared for what he's bringing, for what The Rock's cooking. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if you're not prepared to eat what The Rock's cooking, then, uh, you know, sometimes your career is going to get snapped in half, much like your spine. Yep, sometimes. Uh, well, Luke, you got any other thoughts? No, not really, other than the dirigible was stupid. And yes. They have a whole chase scene with this dirigible uh, that they take to go find this temple and an oasis. And then anyway, they use these fancy rocket boosters to like shoot this thing down through a Canyon. And then they escape this giant tidal wave. The yes. Nemotep has created. And then, uh, about 30 seconds later, he just makes another tidal wave <laughs> and they're out of rocket go juice and it just slams into him. It's fucking stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Really wasting our time. Because this movie was two hours long and didn't yeah. need to be. Yep, yep. I guess that's my final thought on it is it's longer than the original. <laughs> and I would argue is bringing a lot less to the table for sure. I mean, you're the expert. Yeah. Uh, Kenna had to do a lot of explaining because I was like, who the fuck is that? Mm. Am I supposed to know what this is? What yeah. the fuck is happening? And uh, she very patiently did try to explain it to me. Yeah. Nice. Well, folks, thanks for tuning in to episode one of Hanksy Panksy Rock Bottom. Rock uh, Bottom. Rock Bottom. Uh, next week. Oh, shit. We're doing this again. Luke, next week we will be watching. Uh. 2002's The Scorpion King. Mm hmm. Have you seen this one? I have seen The Scorpion King. Okay, I predictably have not. Yeah. Do you want to take a crack at what you think The Scorpion... Based on your <laughs> limited knowledge of the Mummy franchise, uh, do you want to take a crack at what you think The Scorpion King is about? It has to be like some sort of like fully fleshed out origin story, right? Hey, man, you'll find out. I, I think that it's just going to be like about his exploits that are hinted at at the beginning of this flick. Um, and maybe we get to see a lot more badass uh, battle scenes with the army of Anubis and yeah. not the much more reasonable army of Serket. Yeah. <laughs> um, maybe they retcon it. You know, you could hold out hope that yeah. they retcon it. I should hope. Yeah. It'd make me feel a lot better if they were like, oh, actually, it's the army of Serket. We goofed. Yeah. That'd I mean, nice. it may, it might happen. I won't give you any spoilers uh, for this this rip, rock and rolling flick that we're gonna watch yep. next week. Well, until then, folks, uh, you can find us on Facebook at Hanksy Panksy uh, Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Hanksy Panksy Pod, or no, just Hanksy Panksy. I fucked this up royally. Um, <laughs> Take it again from the top. Yeah. Uh, folks, you can find us on Facebook at Hanksy Panksy Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Hanksy Panksy. You can find us on Instagram at Hanksy Panksy Pod. And you can find us on Patreon starting Ooh. this Friday, October 1st at patreon.com slash Hanksy Panksy. If this is too many things for you to remember, folks, we also have a link tree. Mm -hmm. uh, and that is link tree 
uh, slash Hanksy Panksy. Uh, and so that is L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Hanksy Panksy. Yeah. Uh, and you can find all our links there. You can also find our email address, which is HanksyPanksyPod at gmail.com. Please uh, send us your emails. Uh, let us know uh, what, uh, who you think The Rock wrestled. Yeah, uh, maybe maybe explain some wrestling moves to us. We oh. actually could use that. That would be amazing, actually. Hey, really quick, you know, jokes out of the room to get serious for a second. If you could email us just a crash course of yes. wrestling knowledge, just a total knowledge bomb, that would be Please. amazing. Please do this. We know nothing about wrestling, and we have signed up for many weeks. Mm-hmm. of movies by a guy who started in wrestling so really would help us out if we understood yeah. literally anything about it mm-hmm. well uh also please uh write us a review on apple podcast shares with a friend really helps us out and uh, we'll give you a shout out if you if you write us a review and i want to give a special thank you to luke for our new fucking intro music it is hell so- yeah Fucking badass. Hell yeah, man. Dig those those rockin' vibes. Smell what the rock's cooking. Yeah. Smell it. Smell it. Now. <laughs> S- sniff whatever you're listening to this podcast from. Yeah. Um, uh, Luke, do you have a final quote for us? I do. Uh, it's said by Alex the Kid, and it is, Doesn't anyone know how to flush a toilet around here? God damn it. That's it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, folks. Oh, starting strong with season two, huh? (laughs) Maybe we should have taken a week off. (laughs) Well, folks, thanks for listening to Hanksy Panksy Rock Bottom. We'll be back next week with 2002's The Scorpion King. Come down the stairs. And Mm -hmm. so she comes down, and I don't know if you clocked this, but the whole time she's coming down the stairs toward him, she has this, like, real nasty grimace on her face. Mm, I did not. I did it's not really, clock this. It's really bizarre because she looks like, ugh, ugh, god damn it. Like, she smelled like a real rank fart. <laughs> she just, like, she looks like if she smelled like a sour milk fart. Yeah. And it's just coming down towards Leo like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I can't figure out why James didn't say like, "Hey, maybe you should smile and yeah. not, not look like you're in pain or like bestinct." <laughs> we all know how seductive a bestinct grimace is, though. Yes, nothing, nothing oh, gets yeah. me going like being grimaced at by a potential romantic partner. I mean, I'll tell you right now. Hey, parents, please leave the room. I was hard as a rock. Uh, when I saw that grimace. <laughs> yeah, it's really seductive. Uh, no, I didn't clock that. I was too focused on that baller dress, which I think tells you a lot about this oh. movie, that I was more won over by the costumes than I was uh, sort of by other parts of it. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. The, yeah. Um. So I have another theory about James Cameron. Okay. I think he's a foot fetishist. Oh, sort of. Uh, yeah. Okay. Because he focuses on the feet a whole lot during the dancing scene, like mm-hmm. real close in. And then towards the end of the movie, right before that asshole old lady throws the very expensive diamond in the ocean, it's just close up on her wrinkled old feet. 
Mm-hmm. And you're thinking that that is what really gets Jimbo Cameroon going. Well, you know, the thing that would really get James Cumrag to finish completely mm-hmm. would be someone in pain dying in the water, and he zoomed in on their feet. Oh, yeah, that's the money shot right there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you, you would drown in that cum. Uh, <laughs> so, I one thing that, like, kept striking me yeah. is that clearly there were not enough fun things to do in 1912 because we get a lot of people who are very entertained by next to nothing. Mm, yeah. Hey, that seems pretty believable, though. I mean, it's 1912. Yeah, I mean, what are you gonna do? Read a newspaper? <laughs> yeah, because like, because like, there's uh, there's a scene when uh, Leo and his friend who has the fakest Italian accent I've ever heard this side of Mario, yeah, um, uh, go up and run to the front of the ship and are hooting and hollering like it is the greatest <laughs> thing on earth to be on a slowly moving ship as it leaves the harbor. Yeah, and it's like fuck, dude, get a hobby. And then yeah. later, Ro- he does the same thing with Rose, uh, which I assume means that he had a, a really intensely erotic relationship with his Italian friend. Oh, 100%. His Italian friend, who, to your point earlier, is pretty damn good looking, too. Yeah, he's all right. Yeah. So, um, ain't no ain't no ugly people up on this boat, my friends. No, it is nothing but not tens. at all. Uh, yeah, real fuckable boat of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and then Ro- he does that with Rose, and she's like, this is the greatest thing I've ever experienced in my life. I'm flying, I'm flying. And then we get the, the like, iceberg watchmen up in their mm-hmm. little crow's nest, and they see Jack and Rose just kind of kissing. Like, not yeah. even, like, heavy petting. They're not finger blasting. They're not nothing. They're not, they're not even really making out. They're kind of no. just smooching. It's just like a like a kind of long smooch, and they're like, "Oh, I get a load of this one! Oh shit! Oh my god! Look at that!" And they they uh, they're way too into it, and it's yeah. like, guys, guys, come on! You could draw yeah. a picture that would be hornier than that. Oh, a hundred percent, yeah. And at one point, Jack mentions the Nickelodeon too, which cracked me up because mm-hmm. uh, it's just like, oh, I was down at the Nickelodeon watching a short film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think there was a lot of entertainment in 1912 uh, no. outside of, you know, gambling and fucking. Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, and and I've got two other points. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is uh, they say to turn the boat starboard. Ooh, and hey, then this motherfucker goes hard to port, doesn't he? Yes, he does. He turns it real hard left, which, hey, James? Yeah. Hey, James, though, if you want this movie to be fucking accurate, maybe you should have the man turn right. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is that? Uh, and then um, they they really try to make the captain, uh, who is, of course, uh, King, uh, King uh, Theoden, uh, from mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings. Um, they really try to make him look bad while the ship is sinking because he's just sort of like aimlessly wandering around the ship and like, yeah. fuck, like, this is bad. I gotta tell you, I don't know, I don't know a lot about being a boat captain, but I feel like a good ship captain shouldn't know what to do while the boat's sinking. 
like shouldn't be real experienced during a sinking <laughs> boat. <laughs> he does seem pretty pretty uh, wise to what's happening, doesn't he? Sort of walking around like, ah, yep, yep, this happens. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's like, yeah, and this is the part where this goes. Okay, yeah, I've seen this before. Like a good ship captain should be like, what the fuck? Is this, is this how it happens? I mean, I've read the manual, but I don't know, man. I've never I don't know. seen I guess, this shit before. I guess get the lifeboats? I don't know. Yeah, fuck, man. I don't know. I've never seen it. And this guy's like, yeah, I've been through this before. Get the lifeboats, you know. Mm-hmm. Get the women and children first, all that. And the rich, obviously. Get the yeah. rich people out. Gotta let the poors die. Yeah. Uh, so what you're positing is that this is not his first rodeo. Probably not even his fifth or seventh rodeo. No. This is... <laughs> <laughs> He's in the easily in the teens to twenties. Yeah. Oh god damn it's going down again, huh? Alright, well <laughs> God, fourth time this week. Yeah. Hey, related to that, uh I wanted to talk about the code of the band. Uh, which is that everybody knows that if you're in a band and something tragic happens, like the venue catches on fire or is randomly flooded for some reason. Mm-hmm. You as a band have an obligation to keep playing no matter what. <laughs> yes. So, because, I mean, we everybody knows that the band kept playing as the Titanic went down. But these motherfuckers are up on the deck, freezing their asses off, just like, mm-hmm. man, we got to keep going, though. It's what they expect of us. And then, and then they're like, nobody's listening. And then they're like... Well, nobody listens at dinner either. Keep on going. <laughs> Keep going, man. It's just batshit. Uh, yeah, the code of the band. Everybody knows that. You go down oh, with the ship. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta keep spirits up as as the boat's going down. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I mean, you got any other thoughts? Uh, just one. My final thought is that at some point, a very rich man says, "Here, here." And it cracked me the hell up. Fuck, dude. Get out of my brain. I wrote down the same thing of just, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think Jack's talking about being a free-spirited so-and-so or whatever. And then this yes. curmudgeonly fuck just gives us a good hearty, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, truly say, excellent. It was satisfying to watch a bunch of rich old fucks die. Hey, literally what I told my roommate, it isn't eat the rich, but it's pretty close. It is close. Drown the rich <laughs> works just as well. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, that's all I got. You got any any remaining sort of uh, things you want to get off your chest about this movie, Sam? Um, Actually, okay. I, I one, one legitimate complaint um, about, about the movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> multiple times uh particularly during like the sinking third of the movie yeah i did not know where leo and kate were Mm. i just had as like because they would there were too many characters in the movie so they would cut to other characters and then i would be like wait where the where the fuck are leo and kate supposed to be Mm -hmm. uh because the movie it jumps around a whole lot and you know maybe you know, some of those 29 deleted scenes would would bridge things a little better. <laughs> Jimbo. Uh, yeah. But, but yeah, I found myself being confused as to where people were. Yeah, that makes sense. And it does cut a lot to them being like somewhere below decks. 
Yes. And then back up to people in more discernible locations and then back to them being somewhere in the belly of the boat. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's kind of unclear where they are in relation to the boat actually sinking because there's water sometimes and then other times there's not. Yeah. 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 So, yep. folks, don't watch it. Yep. Don't uh, watch it. Yeah. Or maybe just do like Sam did and just fast forward to the boobies scene. Yeah. Uh, though, honestly, at this point, it, you know, just just look up porn online. It's a lot better. <laughs> it's got more plot in some some cases. Yeah, um, often. Yeah. Well, I think that's going to do it for us this week. Yeah, I think so. I think so, Sam. And so 